The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 13th chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who is bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean, and you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You called me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set an example for you, that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus wants you to have a share with him. He provides it. He invites it. In word and sacrament, Jesus offers the world a share with him, to be in communion with him, to know him, and to be known by him. So much suffering in the world could be avoided if this invitation were not refused. On this Maundy Thursday, let us welcome Christ into our hearts and lives that we may have a full share with him. I am inspired tonight by Peter's desire 
to have his share with Jesus, which causes him to ask too much of Jesus. It's an awkward exchange between them, and I'll admit, I think I may have misunderstood it in the past. The exchange begins with Peter's refusal to let Jesus wash his feet. After all, this was the lowest job among the lowest of servants. It's certainly not something a disciple would ever ask their master to do. In an honor-shame culture, this would have been unbearably embarrassing for Peter to have to endure, more embarrassing even than any of us washing any of our other feet. Hey, there is a reason I don't recreate this every year. So Peter's initial reaction is to be expected. If he simply said, sure, Jesus, wash my feet, uh, well, it would demonstrate that he had a very high view of himself and a very low view of Jesus. So Jesus sort of gives him a pass and he says, well, wait a minute, you don't You don't really understand what's going on here. Here's the deal. You either let me do this for you, or we're done. If you deny my service, then you don't understand the nature of our relationship. You don't understand that it is God's purpose for me to die for you. And if you don't accept me washing your feet then neither will you accept me dying for you. And if you don't accept my death for you, then you cannot be saved by me. Well, for all of Peter's faults, including his impulsive nature, here his instincts are correct. Well, if those are the terms of having a share with Jesus, well, by all means, let's go whole hog. Why stop it? Just my feet. If washing my feet gives me a share, then by all means, wash my hands and my head too. I'm all in, Jesus. Hashtag 100. Hashtag in it to win it. So he says, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. It's an earnest appeal made, I think, in good faith. But it can come across as just words on a page as greedy or maybe sarcastic. But I think Peter meant nothing bad with the ask. He is simply saying, if this is the benefit I get from a foot washing, well, how much more will I get if my whole body is washed? Jesus corrects him. Washing anything beside his feet will get him nothing. Hey, if you've bathed, and let's all hope Peter did, because get pretty stinky traveling around the countryside, I'm sure. Well, you have no need of anything to be washed other than your feet. It wasn't about the water and the washing. It's about letting Jesus serve you in the most humble way possible. This is your ticket in. This is how you have access to Jesus. It's about the humility required that you need saving. It's about the required loss of self 
when you are in a relationship with Jesus. It's about the admission of your sin and the acknowledgement of your imminent death. Therefore, extra washing won't help. But it wasn't just the foot washing that Jesus offered that night as a way to have a share with him. This is, of course, the night he institutes the Lord's Supper. And contained right there in the words that we hear every week is this invitation. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. This blood is the new covenant shed for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In other words, every time the followers of Jesus gather in his name, there he is. He is with them. In our Lutheran confessions, we believe, we confess that Jesus is, if you grew up Lutheran, you know these three prepositions, in, with, and under the bread and the wine. That is to say, we affirm Something supernatural is going on here. Jesus is coming to us. When we eat this bread and drink this wine, we can be confident that we are having a share with Jesus. For he gives himself over to us. Now, what difference might all of that make? Well, If Jesus wasn't who he said he was, then none at all. But if he was who he said he was, then it makes all the difference in the world. For to have a share with Jesus is to have a share with God himself. We have a share with the God who made us, who gives us purpose, who judges us. We have a share with the God who is the difference between these lives having a purposeful design in which our relationships and decisions matter, or just being stardust and ultimately meaningless. The plague on the world in which we live is the lie that we are mere meat machines wandering through life just as well untethered to God as tethered. And we are bearing the fruits of that lie at every level. You see it in rampant drug use and overdose deaths. You see it in the chasing after demonic false religions. You see it in political animosity. That is itself a clash of civilizations a clash of worldviews, an unbridgeable distance between how groups believe the world ought to be. We see it in the lack of civic participation in the building blocks of a peaceful society, the family, the church, and thousands of other gatherings of the like-minded. You see it in a hoped-for escape valve of the metaverse, or virtual reality. Those are all symptoms of a population that has no share with Jesus and is looking for God in all the wrong places. Well, tonight, 
And every Sunday, you are able to have a share with Jesus. For he gave himself up for you, and he promised to be with you when you gather around the altar for the Lord's Supper. Remember, no matter what is going on in the world, we can always say, with all of the stubbornness of Peter, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And he will gladly come to be with us as we gladly accept this share of Christ. Amen.